Hello, this is Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to the Ministry Moments Podcast. Oh, it's Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to Ministry Moments. Every Friday, Lord willing, three o'clock central time. Uh, you can, uh, if you'll subscribe now, you'll be able to look at it at your own leisure. You're busy, I'm busy, and uh, yeah. at least you get a chance to take a look at it. Uh, also, a Ministry Moments podcast, you can get that from your wherever your whoever your podcast provider is. And then Ministry Moments, uh, I'm sorry, softchurchproblems.com. Uh, you can go there. There are a lot of extra things there that I think might be of, of help to you. Uh, today, I want to talk to you about the Christian school, the Christian school. I've made this statement at pastor school and, and our souling clinic in different places. So a young men come up and say, should I start a Christian school? I automatically say, no, no. Uh, and that caused a little consternation among some. And uh, one time I pastor school, I made that statement and people walked up to me. I had a crowd around me and said, did you say not to start a Christian? Are you against a Christian school? No, I'm not against a Christian school, but let me, let me help you. Um, now you you're not gonna, may not like some of the things I'm going to say, but uh, boy, we were building great churches until ACE got on, on. I'm not mad at them at all. It was not their fault. It was the focus that they got out of focus. But if you'll note the history, you'll see our churches. We weren't building great churches after that. Everybody was in the school business. And you will, you will, uh, and I'll mention this here, but you, uh, in, in a minute, you will lose more families over a Christian school then you will anything, not my little household. Start a college, Bible college, guarantee you. You'll lose more pastor friends over a Bible college than you will anything else. It's difficult, it's hard, it's not easy. So let me talk to you about the Christian school, if I may. And I've been in the business for a long, long time. So um, I, I, I love the Christian school, not opposed to the Christian school. And if you leave, here saying that I'm opposed to Christian school, you're wrong because I am not. But let me let me let's get down to the nitty gritty, if I may. All right, number one, do not allow members to push you and pressure you into starting a Christian school. Let me say it again: do not allow members to pressure you into starting a Christian school. They'll press you into starting it, and they'll want to run it, and you don't run it like they want to run it. And then they're in control, not you. Whoever's got the lead is the leader. And so you, 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 it's very important that you do not start something because people pressure you into doing it. Number two, let God tell you. Let God tell you. Let God tell you. And when God tells you, that's a different story than when the deacon board tells you or the membership tells you. Uh, if you're the leader, be the leader. Uh, we got to lead from the front, not the back. And so do not allow members to pressure you into starting a Christian school. I'm going to say it again. You will lose more church members over a Christian school. You will anything. Start a Bible college. Done that. You'll lose more pastor friends over a Bible college. You will anything else. I'm just saying it's going to cost you and you need to pay the cost. Pay it ahead of time Number in your mind. Number two, let God tell you. Number three, Best to have a closed school. When I came to Texas, we had a Christian school. It was a big Christian school, about 400 students. Big school, state champions in football. Um, 
just big, big athletic push. But it was an open school. And when I came here, I discovered uh, people from other churches, and some didn't even go to church, claimed to, but didn't. They would sit in that classroom next to my son and next to my, my sons and next to my daughters. And uh, it, became, it became a struggle. And uh, when they start having influence on your children, but it's time for you to stand up and, and bark about it. We're talking about the Christian school. Number one, I said, do not allow your members to pressure you into starting Christian school. Number two, let God tell you. He'll tell you, let God tell you. Number three, uh, best to have a closed school. Make, let them be members of, of your church. Let them be attending your church, tithes and offerings and so on. Uh, better uh, to have a closed, what I call a closed school. Number four, determine the cost based on the cost. All right, listen carefully. Determine the cost based on the cost. Don't call the other Christian schools in the area and say, what are you charging for tuition and then average it out and beat it just by 10 bucks? No, you determine the cost of your Christian school based on the cost. Your cost is different than, than others. And your utility bills are different. Your mortgage payments are different. There's a lot involved here. Your salaries, maybe you have more faculty members or less faculty members, whatever it might be. You can't just grab a number out of the air and say, that's what we're going to charge. And because it, 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 it's better than the cost down the road. Well, that if you have an open school, I can see what you're trying to do. But even that doesn't make sense because your costs are your cost, not theirs. So determine the cost of your cost. All right. Number one, don't allow members to pressure you into starting a Christian school. Um, you, 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 number two, let God tell you. Let God tell you. Let God tell you. Number three. Best to have a closed school, members of your church, going to your, you get the same preaching Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, same doctrine, same everything. Best to have that closed school. Number four, determine the cost of the cost. Number five, do not compare tuition costs of other schools in the area to beat them. Do not compare tuition costs to other Christian schools in the area in order just to beat them. So that you, well, we're less expensive than you are over there. Now, your, your costs are different. Uh, when I was at First Baptist Church, my wife was doctor and secretary. And the uh, uh, every time we had uh, practice for college graduation, whatever it was, the church charged, sent a bill to Howes Edison College to pay for the rental of that auditorium. I remember that. And I have a cost accounting background. I worked for General Motors seven years as a cost accountant. And so I have a little bit of a background there. So that's exactly every ministry we had had to pay their part of the mortgage. I had to pay rent if they used it extra. Uh, but we would set that up so that everybody paid, everybody paid, everybody paid. Now, you can't do that if you just grab tuition out of the air and say, well, we're going to beat the Calvary down the road here. Uh, we'll have a cheaper that's not how, your cost or your cost. You've got to determine that. So number one, talk about the Christian school now. Number one, do not allow members to pressure you to start that Christian school. Number two, let God tell you. Number three, best to have a closed school, church members only, best. Number four, determine the cost of the cost. Don't, don't pull a tuition figure out of the air uh, to beat the other schools in the area. Don't do that. Your costs are different. Number five, do not compare the tuition costs of other schools to come up with your tuition cost. Number six, you must have a, a, a qualified principal. 
you cannot just take some Tom Dickner Harry out of Bible college, it's a pastoral education, and put him in as a principal. You can't do that. You've got to make sure that you have the principal that leads is qualified to do that. All right. Number seven, you have to have qualified teachers. You have to have, uh, and we would test our students to see how. Oh, I loved it when Dr. Zinn would come in and say, Preacher, here are the results of testing our students. And we were always ahead. Uh, and I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. You've got to have a qualified principal. You've got to have qualified teachers. Or right, we're talking about the Christian school now. Number one, do not allow members to pressure you into starting a school. Number two, let God tell you. Uh, number three, best to have a closed school, church members only. Best, best. All right, number four, determine the cost of the cost. Determine the cost by the cost. Number five, do not compare tuition costs of other schools to come up with your tuition. Don't do that. Well, A, B, C, D. Hmm, let's see here. I think we can charge less than those. Don't do that. Your costs are different than theirs. You must have a qualified principal. And number seven, you must have qualified teachers. Number eight, maybe better to use another. You're not going to like this one. It may be better for you to use another Christian school in the area. Oh, so they don't have the standards I have. I didn't go to a Christian school. I went to a public school. My parents <laughs> helped made me hold the rope and they made me stick by it. My parents did. I didn't go to a, a Christian school. I went to a public school. I remember Wednesday night when my mama came out on the practice field, football field, it was getting late. And, and she walked right into the huddle, took me out, and took me to prayer meeting in my practice uniform. How would you like to go to school the next day? Oh, here it comes. You're not, you, you have to be old to understand this. Here comes Pat Boone. Hey, Deacon, how did church go? How did prayer meeting go last night? <laughs> I, that's where I learned to fight right there. But I'm just saying to you, uh, maybe better. Maybe they have to fight a little bit. You see, here, here's the philosophy I, I taught at our place and to people at the clinic. It's, we're after insulation, not isolation. We're after insulation, not isolation. Uh, our kids worked, but they didn't work on Sunday. And they didn't work on Wednesday night either. And they worked a bus route on Saturday. So you can't do that. We did it. And do it again. Glad to. Glad to. Uh, I'm just saying it'd be better for you to send him to a Christian school in the area. Let them fight a battle for the first time in their life. All right. Number nine, put a strong person in charge of finances. Please listen to me. Put a Hitler in there in charge of finances. You, I, I, I've seen preachers uh, buy suits for visiting pastors out of the missions account. You can't do that. I've seen him go by the bookstore and say, give him that book, give him that book. When I had a book table as I traveled, uh, if I came back short, you know who paid it? I did. I paid it. Uh, it's the law of the Medes and the Persians. The books had got to balance. And if somebody lifted some books off the table over there, well, I, I felt the pain of it. Well, that made me a little bit more intense next time I went out. All right. We're talking about the Christian school. Number one, do not let members pressure you into starting one. Number two, let God tell you when to start a Christian school. Best to have a closed school. Number three, number four, determine the cost by the cost. Don't, don't, don't just make up a figure. Um, next, do not compare tuition costs of other schools in the area 
to yours. Say A, B, C. Well, I think I can beat them. Don't do that. All right. Number six, you must have a qualified principal. You've got to have. He's got to be qualified. Number seven, you must have a qualified qualified teachers. Don't don't bring some mom in there so that she doesn't have to pay tuition and put her kid in the school. Don't do dumb things. I started to say stupid things, but dumb things like that. Number eight, maybe better to use another Christian school in the area. Fight the battle. Fight it. Fight it. Get your kids to get a little backbone. Number nine, put a strong person in charge of finances. Those, those bills have got to be paid. And you've got to make sure tuitions. And by the way, you'd be surprised how people come up with money when they have to. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. But if you give in every time somebody gives you some poor sob story, you, you're going to be able to pay the teachers. Listen to this statement. In the 33 years that I pastored, nobody missed a paycheck, and nobody was ever a day late on a paycheck. Now, let me say it again. In the 33 years that I pastored and had schools, everybody, everybody that worked for me got their paycheck. And it didn't say, hey, post-date that for a month from now. No, we didn't do that. And we paid our bills and paid them on time because we had a strong financial person there to run the finances. Well, God bless you. I hope this helps you. Log it away. You don't need it now. You're going to need it one of these days. And I hope you listen. You see gray hairs. I've earned every one of them. God bless you. Tomorrow, Saturday, soul winning time. Time to line up your converts and guests and get them here. Time for soul winning. Time for soul winning. Preparation day for the Lord's day. So get with it. And let's go soul winning. Let's win souls. Let's get back to baptizing great numbers again. God bless you. Three o'clock every Friday, Central Time, Ministry Moments. Make sure you're here and subscribe. Ministry Moments YouTube, Bob Gray Sr. Subscribe and you can get it every weekend. Look at it at your leisure. God bless you.